You're listening to Hot Mess to Success Podcast, Episode 11. We've all heard, go to school, get good grades, get a nice secure job, and live happily ever after. Well, our next guest, Stephanie, followed that plan to a T. However, after she completed each step, the happily ever after part was not there. So she decided to change it up and venture out on her own. Listen in on how she shares her messy middle of making the leap from a full-time professional job to solopreneur. It wasn't easy, and she had to face many challenges, including almost losing her house. Oh, and the messy middle is also the name of her book that she may or may not be offering up to you for free. So turn up the volume, pour a cup of happy coffee, pop in your earbuds, and get ready as she helps you navigate that messy middle. You're listening to the Hot Mess to Success Podcast, where we firmly believe that you can make your dreams a reality no matter what life throws at you. Besties in biz, Amanda and Laura will encourage you to embrace your hot messes, own your message, and empower you to kick ass in life and business. It's time to learn from the experts. Listen in on raw and real conversations. Hear hot tips and tricks that helped others overcome the challenges and struggles of being an entrepreneur. Are you ready to dig in, get a little dirty, do the work, and tackle your biggest hot messes so you can enjoy ultimate success? If so, you're in the right place. Here are your hosts, mentors, coffee mug collectors, mother hustlers, and taco lovers, Amanda Belkazar and Laura Host. When Laura and I first started this project, we knew we wanted to give, give, give. But I have to tell you, this is getting a little out of control. In honor of our launch, we have put together a huge prize package that is worth way over $1,000. And we want you to win it. Just go to hotmesstosuccess.com slash win and enter today. That's hotmesstosuccess.com dot com slash win. All right. Welcome to the show. You guys, we are super excited that you are listening in today. We have some fabulous, um, amazing women with us, Amanda and Stephanie. Stephanie is in Colorado right now, but she's actually from Michigan as well over with Amanda. So I neighbor. Yeah. Neighbors. <laughs> So that's fantastic, but I'm still here in Minnesota and it's still beautiful outside. So I'm excited (laughs) about that. But with our guest today, Stephanie, she is so awesome. You guys, guess what? I met her. If you listen to episode 003 with Terry, I actually met um, Stephanie through Terry's refined community. So I always love to give a shout out back to our previous episodes as well. So um, she is also an awesome refined sister. And it was really cool to have the ability to see Stephanie online and all of the amazing things that she has going on in life and business. And I was like, girl, our audience is going to love what you have to say. So we're really excited and honored to have you here today, Stephanie. So why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Sure. I can be long-winded, so I will try to be (laughs) succinct. (laughs) So obviously, my name is Stephanie. I am the founder of Moved by Purpose, and I help empower Christ-centered women to Put down the grind, the fear, the stress, the impatience, and learn how to do business in life, surrendered and aligned with God's peace and grace and ease. 
So my signature program is called Flow Verse Four. So I really teach you how to flow. And even if you're outside of you know, the Christian faith, a lot of people understand flow. You use the language, I'm getting into the flow or getting into the zone. So a lot of people understand what that is, but it's not always easy to operate in consistently on a daily basis. Usually some people think it's this elusive, special thing that you get into. And I really coach you how to do that and recognize when you're out of it, when you're in force, which is anxiety, stress, impatience, all of that stuff. It's really a living hell. <laughs> and getting into flow, which is peace, ease, grace. You're just fully alive. There's an abundance about it. There's a life about it. And life just seems a bit easier when you learn how to do life in flow. Right. That's so awesome. So you had said earlier in our prior conversation that um, you are in Colorado right now with family, but you are from Michigan, right? Yes. Awesome. And you have family in Michigan or have you grew up in Michigan or? Yeah, I grew up in Michigan. So I've lived in Michigan my whole life. Um, I do have my mother's side of the family here in Colorado and um, the reason I decided to go to Colorado was because I'm big on life design, life by design. And um, I realized that I don't have a traditional job. My husband also is able to work remotely all by intention. And um, I really didn't like that most traditional jobs limit you to two weeks vacation, which hinders your ability to really see family. You can either take that time for a romantic getaway and like you kind of have to pick and choose. And I really did not like that. And I was like, you know, my husband was like, hey, why don't we go to Colorado for a month? Because we hardly get to see your family and we can. So <laughs> I reached out to my grandfather and he was delighted to host us for, for a month because my grandma, grandmother passed away. They were oh. married for over 50 years and she wow. passed away years ago. So he's been a bit lonely and he's really enjoyed the company. And then my aunt and cousins are also here. So that's, that's so what beautiful. I love about being able to plan your life and, and live it by design. But I say that carefully because it's not always easy. The journey to it has not been quick or fast or easy for me to be able to get to this place. And we're still riddled with challenges and hardships. And I've had meltdowns many times. <laughs> here, so. sure. Well, I mean, talk about real quick. I mean, it, it, is, it is awesome when you actually truly realize that, like you said, you don't have to do that. Like we all have choices, you guys. So if there's something that like, listen to this and she's, she's going to talk through some of like the challenges and things as well, because they will come, they're going to come, whether you're designing your life or not, right. Whether you're just, go, you know, going through, you know, motions or whatever, and, and you're not really happy with what you're doing within your job and things like that. Um, the challenges are going to come. So this is incredible. And, and do you remember when or a specific conversation or a time or where you were at when you just like realized I have choices, like we have choices, like let's design that. And, and can you take us back to that starting point? If you can recall that. 
Oh my goodness. (laughs) I think, um, I was actually quite young when I started, um, just observing. I'm very observant. So (laughs) I like to study and analyze people. People, uh, my friends are like, okay, what kind of psychoanalysis is stuff you're right now? (laughs) But, um, I just, growing up, I really just noticed so many of like my friends, parents, and even my own parents didn't really seem to love their jobs. And like, you just go in day in and day out. Like I saw how like being unhappy and miserable in your job affected all areas of your life. We are a whole person, so it affects your health, your marriage, your relation, what you have to give to your kids, to your community. And I would see so many of these grown-ups unhappy. And I was like, you know, I don't, if that's what growing up means, I'm not sure if I <laughs> want to grow up. I'll be like Peter Pan and never, never. Yeah. Um, (laughs) and I think you can do that like you're allowed to make your choices so if you just want to (laughs) be that's allowed (laughs) yeah no I followed the societal life plan I went to college got my degree got my job and you know hopefully they promise you basically they try to make it seem like you'll live happily ever after Uh, but I knew that wasn't going to be the case and it very much wasn't (laughs) For me, um, I was a social worker, and um, while I chose that profession, I do think I tapped into what I knew in my young, you know, youthful mind. I did utilize to the best of my ability, like what I knew about me and what other mentors recognized about me, what my gifts were, and all of that which is I'm very empathetic and compassionate and I love walking with people through difficult, tough seasons. I, I, most people would run from it. I would run right to it. And so they would say you'd make a great counselor or a social worker. So I did that, but realized social work was so bureaucratic and heavy paperwork and less about direct impact and directly walking with somebody and seeing that transformation. And that's what really ignites my soul. I was like, something has to change. And so I was 25 maybe when I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm not staying in this until I'm in my midlife, having a midlife crisis. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm going to change this now. And so I started reading books and exploring different options and listening to podcasts and realizing I can change my mind that I was so programmed and taught one way to be and live and think from a lot of schooling and just societal norms that this world of podcasts and books was like, oh my gosh, no, I don't have to live like this at all. There's so many options and opportunities and you create your life, you create work you love. And so I just, I just like really just trained my brain really and changed my mindset and started believing in all of these possibilities. And because of that, I really believe that gave me the strength to endure all the naysayers. Like 
I don't remember there being a lot. And I was like, they probably were, but I'm so headstrong, which is, this is where it becomes a strength. (laughs) There's plenty of times where it's a weakness, but like, I'm so headstrong that like, I just didn't hear it. I didn't let it stick. I don't remember anybody like, you hear many people in the beginning that are almost like traumatized by other people questioning their decisions and pushing back on them. And I don't remember having that. Yeah. And, and I like think said, that was because of mindset. Oh, go I ahead. was going to say that that's probably, I'm sure you did, but you're absolutely right. And I think you started off with something that's so powerful that I hope people can really let sink in because I know this has helped myself as well. And, and my husband, because we, we have been entrepreneurs full-time now for like, you know, over a decade. So with that, like you said, like going back and looking at if there were people that were naysayers and this and that, like, I'm sure they just seemed like mild annoyances at the time because we were so um, focused and you said the mindset part of it, that came from you discovered books and podcasts and things that really spoke to you. And once you start filtering the information that you're taking in, all that other stuff doesn't matter. And I just started really diving into there's, uh, uh, have you heard of Brene Brown? Oh, I love her. Oh, oh my yeah. I want to be Brene Brown. <laughs> seriously, like that, like seriously, my new woman crush. Uh, one of our, um, what on, on a previous episode, so if you guys haven't listened to episode 005, it is Alyssa Darren Nelson's on there. She highlighted her. I, when she was talking with her, I ran rate, got the audible, started listening to it freaking blown away. And the, my, one of my favorite quotes, it's not going to be verbatim, but if you're not in the arena, getting your ass kicked to, I don't want your feedback. That's basically what she says. And I'm just like, wow. So when you understand that you're able to filter the feedback that you're taking and you need to take feedback, but be very mindful of who you're taking it from. So that sounds like a key point of what you did in the beginning with the podcast, the books, and then you just shut everything else out and didn't even let it get to you. Yeah. Um, for the most part, I didn't. And as we progress into the story, I can share there was one person that I really did care. And I had to do a lot, a lot of inner healing and work to let go of their approval um, because it was really hindering. I was playing small, smaller than I knew I was called to live and be. And I finally had a breakthrough about a year ago with that. So if you want me to go into that story, I can. Or- you know what? I think that is ve- that can be very powerful. So if you're, if you're comfortable with it, please do share. Yeah. So um, I had always sought my father's approval and just didn't really feel like I ever got it. Um, my relationship with him, when we go into like these big breakthroughs, this relationship is completely transformed. I'm very close to him now. It's honestly miraculous where we are now because I had so much, so many wounds, so many things um, from feeling like I didn't have his approval or affection on the way that I longed for it. Not that he didn't give it, it just my perception and my young childhood mind and all of these things like so i pull in psychology a lot with my work a lot of these create dialogues inner stories about us and so i felt like i needed his approval all the time and still like even 
as an adult, I had this wounded child kind of running the show with and calling the shots with certain types of decisions that I made. And I, I, he had seemed to kind of have a judgment with successful people because the successful people in his life that he knew were rough around the edges. They were, they were arrogant. They, they were prideful. They were kind of greedy and exploited people. And so his exposure to people that had money and power and all these things wounded him. And so then growing up, I kind of developed this fear of success. So I have this big call on my life and I know I'm meant to write books and speak and help really just transform lives and be a change maker. But now come into this story of like success means you're a bad person or whatever this this is. And I felt like I needed my dad's approval all the time. So what would being successful mean? that I may never get his approval. So this is how it played out. And I, ha- I played small and I held myself back for years. And it wasn't until I worked with a life coach myself where we really dug into that to do the work to let all of that go. Because now I'm like, I had to come to a powerful decision. And this is a very brave decision for someone who walks kind of in kind of bound by the, these limiting beliefs and these lies their whole life, to let that go can be very, very scary because it worked for you in childhood, but it's not working for you in adulthood anymore. And so I had to make the decision that even if I never got his approval, I'm going to be okay with that. And I had to lay that down and make that decision and let go of like longing for it, striving for it, always trying to get it. And just was like, I'm going to love him anyway, even if I never get it. You're going to make me cry. Uh, I'm going to be crying. uh, (laughs) I'm not trying to cry, make people cry, but (laughs) no, it's so real though. It's so real. And I think uh, there's something about a father's like, just approval, isn't there? Like I went through that same thing and that's why your story is going to make me cry because it's like my dad has, uh, I mean, I've always had a roof over my head. I've had, you know, nothing, food on the table. Always, my parents were always married. I never had any, you know what I mean? My parents were amazing, but my dad is like a man of very few words. You know what I mean? Like, so I remember telling Amanda this and like, we are going to rock this podcast because I'm going to prove to him that I can have success in this and you know, like, and, and like, I'm just looking for that approval from him. No matter what, I'm still going to do this. But just your story about that, that approval from your father, it was just so raw and real to me. Like I, I'm like fist, have my fist together like this. Like I just get it. Like I just, that hits home to me so much because it's, I don't know what it is about that little girl inside of you who just wants their daddy to say, I'm proud of you. Right. Like, yeah. and then realizing that even if you don't verbally hear the words, it, you know, it's okay. It's yeah. okay. And like, I said that to my dad and he's like, you know, I'm like, dad, you know, this is like the first time you, I mean, when he said, I love you to me, like that, I remember 
like vividly remember in college when he called me one time on the phone and like said, I love you because he was worried about my health. I literally broke down bawling, like crying, like sobbing. He's like, what? And I'm like, you said, I love you. And he's like, of course I love you. What do you mean? Like, of course I love you. And I'm like, what? You never say it. And he's like, well, Laura, I love you. Like, I mean, and now the thing that's broken him, I think, and, and made him weak, his weaknesses, his grandchildren. I was going to say, like, now he's easy. And my kids are all like, love you, grandpa. And he's like, love you. I love you. He says, I love you all the time now. So uh, my, my children made him weak or whatever, but, all the grandchildren <laughs> but now it's so different, but I totally relate to you and your story. And I'm sorry to interrupt your story, but gosh, that is so, 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 so true. You know what I find is really interesting too. And this is, I, I actually think, um, this, but have you either of you guys read the five love languages mm-hmm. it's by Gary Chapman. So it's, it's so it's not as deep. I feel as this topic, because I feel like this is something that goes through life, but I think a lot of things can be, you know, correlated to that because like Laura was saying, like her dad always loved her. He was a man of few words. He just didn't express it the way that she, you know, needed that. And like you said, so it's like, and when we're younger, like that's, we're not able to do that. But if somebody's listening to where they, they're an adult right now and they're in a situation to where they feel like, you know, we give love the way that we want to receive it. So we have to understand that other people do the same things. And, and it's a different hierarchy of how we actually you know, want to receive love, you know, and there's five different languages that they talk about that. And so for the most part, a lot of times when you are with loved ones or even your spouse or whatever, um, you guys have different love languages, which means that you're, a lot of times it's not aligned and you're connecting. These might be the two that you value most. So you're trying to give that and they're not receiving it well because they have two different ones at the top of their list. And so that can be a challenge. So if, if anybody's going through something in a similar fashion, whether it's with anybody like that, that book, it's a great, simple, easy, very deep read. I actually give that book, um, as, uh, to everybody that I go to their wedding, like I give them their, their check, but instead of a card, I give them that book. Cause it's just, I, I just think it's something that people can relate to. And it, when I read that book, it was one of the first personal development books I think I ever read before we were married. It was like, light bulb, like, holy smokes. But again, not that you're supposed to be able to do that, like when you're younger. Um, but just wanted to give, you know, share that with some people, especially if they're going through that right now, and it could still be something with, with their parents. And if they could have just communicated, you know, with them or or realizing that, Hey, they're showing their love in a different way. Maybe you could feel a little bit fulfilled, you know, with that, but that takes a lot of introspection. (laughs) Like that's a whole process in itself for sure. (laughs) And I, I mean, I think as a adults were responsible for changing our lives and and rewriting our story and telling a different story. And that's exactly what happened where, you know, I had to make the brave decision of letting go. And after working with my coach, I realized like, you know, a lot of it was just perception and I was missing where he did show up and love me and show he was proud of me. And I, and I, saw a whole new story from a completely different transformed lens. And it was really, really moving to see a very doting father, even though I missed it, I can see it now. And that really helped a lot of healing. And now we are really close. I mean, we still have pretty strong dominant personalities. So (laughs) we'll have our moments of, you know, being who's going to win this one out, (laughs) but it's not 
nearly as much. I'm not as sensitive where, you know, a wound is pushed or, you know, a tender spot is pushed. And so I react. Um, and then he's confused because he's like, that was over the top because that was most of what he would say, but I was coming from. So all of that is now completely changed. And here's a beautiful story. Um, I am a person of faith. I do believe in a God that loves us and knows every detail of our life. And I remember as soon as I made that wholehearted decision to like, if I never get his approval, I'm going to be okay. And then it was like, I felt guided to reach out to my dad. I felt God say, your dad needs some of your coaching. And I was like, oh, no. Like, <laughs> that is way too close. And like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's uncomfortable. That's family. I mean, like, and especially with my dad. And like, so I just was like, I'm willing to do it. But you got to make this opportunity open up. Because I'm not going to be like, hey, God said, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, and sure enough, like, it just so happened that my husband was um, out with his buddy, I think a birthday or something like that. And I happened to call my dad asking him a question and we ended up chatting and he opened just right up and boom, I just start coaching him through healing wounds from his father. And so generational curses were getting healed and broken right there or patterns. And um, he then, this is what was amazing. This is the power of letting go. He was like, you're really, really good at what you do. Aww. Really, really good. And I was like, the moment I don't need that anymore. But <laughs> I don't care about it. That was not why I did it. That was like I completely let go and then what a gift to receive that yeah and he, then he starts to talk about like Katie's like what did you do to but Katie's my sister I'm sorry she's like what did you do to dad like <laughs> about you and he keeps raving about you and how good you are at what you do like <laughs> yeah. I was like there's a long story but <laughs> Hey friends, hey, sorry to interrupt the show. I just wanted to jump in with a quick reminder about our huge prize pack giveaway. Register at hotmesstosuccess.com slash win. There's a ton of prizes for you to win. So go to hotmesstosuccess.com slash win. Now let's get back to the show. Were there any specific book? Like I know that there are books out there. I've not read them like the language of letting go or anything like that because, and the, and the reason I ask this is I do know that for a lot of, you know, I I've heard. So like my, my friends that if they're really trying and they, and they want to have a baby, right. And it's, it's that, that stress, that energy of that want, want, want. And they're like, like you said, that's, it's kind of a force. They have this anxiety that they're not flowing. And then once they just let go and release, boom, they get pregnant. Right. So like, and I'm, I'm, I can see that in different things in life. So is, was there anything that outside of your life coach that you, that helped you kind of experience that let go? I didn't have a book that I was reading at the time. I just, she's trained very okay. much in this. And yeah. so her coaching just 
helped guide me through that. And then that's now I love that ripple effect, that multiplication, because that now that's what I help other people. You are awesome. so right. I don't know. Is it a spiritual law? Like, I don't know what's behind it. I really don't. Other than there is something so powerful when you truly and wholeheartedly let go and surrender and trust you detach from outcomes mm -hmm. that it it's able to come to you you yeah. like when you're trying to force it to happen you actually block it from being received i do think part of it is i think letting go and surrender and trust is faith and faith can move mountains so i do think it's all connected to the spiritual laws of faith yeah. I've seen it work over and over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. That is well, one thing. That is one thing my dad always said to me, like a call in maybe like, you know, this is my problem. This is my situation. He's like, you got to have faith, Laura. You got to have faith. You just got to believe it's going to be better. Right. And so I always remember that's his one line that he, he always says to me still to this day, like, you just got to have faith. And so I, I just, uh, I agree with you so much on that. That is so amazing. And that whole letting go is so powerful. I think for so many aspects and surrender, I mean, surrender alone, not only like in these letting go aspects, but how many bad habits do people have or how many things do we have that are not moving us forward to make us a better person or to make us a better mom or to make us a better spouse or to make us a better friend. And so, well, what are those little things that we can let go of that literally will empower us and help us to rise up, right? To level up to the next level in life. Mm -hmm. And so there's so much power in letting go of those things that are maybe like, like breaking those chains. It reminds me of just like breaking those chains to, and, and then you're just free. Like you can fly again, which is so cool. So, right. Cause I say this a lot. Like, I, I mean, a lot of it is, I use the word like, you know, you, I help people find the keys to unlock the prison of their mind because what they don't know is that they have the keys. <laughs> they have them. Yeah. yeah. I just help. All I do is I'm outside of that. So telling them where it is and how to use it, but it is completely their choice because yeah. some of them know it and choose not to use it. So yeah. that, that's, that's tough to watch. Um, some people feel more secure locked in. Um, they're secure with this limiting the belief in these lies and these stories, but a few are courageous enough to unlock and see a whole new world of possibility. And that is what I love, love to do and walk with, with women through that because they've yeah. been locked in for so long. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's, I think a lot of times it's the fear of the unknown and there's, there's even if their, their comfort zone is not something that they actually want that fear of unknown. It just seems so much worse than just staying when, and, and dealing with whatever they're dealing with. So I, d I definitely want to find out more. I know that you are actually an author right? Yes. Oh my gosh. That's so incredible. So um, congratulations on that. So let's talk a little bit about your book because I believe that just from the title, it's just, you know, is kind of totally aligns with, you know, what we have going on here. So let's hear about that. Um, yes, it is called The Messy Middle, and here is a picture of it. It is a small, you can't, you can never tell, it is a small little, you can put this in your purse, in your pocket. <laughs> um, it's a quick read about an hour. 
Um, and this was birthed out of a very difficult, very difficult, challenging season of my life. I knew I was called to this business. I knew this was my purpose and what I'm put on earth to, to accomplish and, and fulfill. And I did have faith. And the thing about faith is that it doesn't necessarily mean things are going to happen immediately um, because I had a lot of healing to go through. Like I said, I had a lot of things to work through. Um, so I wanted you know, you see a lot of these shooting stars or like people that almost seem like, oh, I made a million dollars in six months or, you know, I have this multi, multi six figure business. And like you, you see all of that. And I think a lot of marketing can be hype and like can prey on those emotions or those insecurities or your pain points. And like, um, I just fell really into this, like, I need to get out of this job I don't like. Um, I want to have a successful business. <laughs> and um, so it was not like that. It was not like that at all. I had to go through so many things, fear of success, fear of, of rejection, um, fear of being seen, like all of these things that, so it was my own internal resistance that was hindering so many things. I made it so much harder on myself. <laughs> so I write down the, I'm pretty real about my mental frustrations, my heartbreaks. Um, I remember, I mean, honestly, I didn't even know what to do. I was, I was disappointed. I mean, I was mad at God, to be honest. Like I was like, you called me to this and now like, I, <laughs> I can't all the struggles and me like, like, this is what you asked me to do. And I'm about to lose my house and move into my parents and, you know, <laughs> all these things that I didn't love and go on welfare because I can't feed myself. And this is how like, this is supposed to be. I don't detail those like I'm giving you the back end of like this really pulling behind the curtain of what was happening while I'm writing this. Um, but there was a grace to keep going because I knew that it would turn around. Yeah. But it took four years before things started to shift. So I just felt like there's so many success manuals out there that make it look like it's quick and easy. There's so many things you know, a lot of hype that they give you technical skill sets, but unless your inner belief and, and you've healed a lot of those wounds and you have that faith and that mindset to persevere, you can do all the right things and it's still not work for you. Yeah. And, and like, even what you said right here, like, and even with your business moved by purpose, I think that is a huge key as well within this, because if you didn't have that purpose, it is way too hard to be able to keep going. Like you have, you have to have that faith, but you have to have that, that purpose. And you felt, you know, that you were called for that. And I think one of, I kind of flip a little bit, like in my life, I was, I was talking with Laura about this a little bit 
when we are called to do something and things get really, really tough. And I used to, you know, you go through something and, and this is a struggle or even in life, it doesn't have to be in business and life and whatever. And you're like, why God, why? And then like, you know, and then I actually flip it like in my head. And this is because this is how I'm wired and it actually gets me fired up. And I'm like, F you devil, because I know what you're trying to do. You know, my reach is too strong. It's going to be too powerful. You're trying to turn up the heat and I'm not going to let you like, that's exactly like that's immediately like where I just get pissed. <laughs> I get pissed at that. And I was like, I get it. It can happen to where John and I, my husband get into a fight. It can be something's going on with our business that's just trying to, it can be any of that. And I was like, I get it. I see you screw you. <laughs> and so it's not, it's not, it's not the terminology that, that, you know, you would think would come out, but that's exactly what I do. And again, I know that doesn't, that that's not how everyone is wired. People have different personalities, but for me, that gets me going, that gets me through, that gets me the energy to just, just fight back and move through that. And so yeah, I just wanted to mention that because it was something that we had, you know, kind of talked about really recently. Yeah. Uh, one thing I want to say is through the, the messy middle, um, you know, nothing's wasted. And in retrospect, I realized that God's hand was all over it. That I almost lost my husband miraculously didn't. And there's a whole long testimony about that, but I was able to sell it for, gosh, the mark, it, it increased like thirty, forty thousand $40,000 in like two years. Wow. And so when I sold it, I had that to live off of and invest in my wow. business while moving in with my family, which was for a divine purpose to heal and restore those relationships. And um, honestly, there's something so powerful when you really have nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. There's just like, okay, you know, like I, like I'm, I'm, you know, I went from having a successful career in a nice house to moving back in with my parents. Like, what do I have to lose? Honestly. Um, <clears throat> and so there was a courage that was found. And because I went through that, now, because I know I've gone through it, if I were to go through it again, I wouldn't necessarily love it, but it doesn't terrify me. So that's part of the healing of going through the fear of success. A lot of people fear success because they have more to lose. Well, you know, thank you, God. You just like helped me realize like, I'm okay. Like, <laughs> I'll be okay. Like if, if this all crumbles down again, like I've learned to be content in all things and not have identity in what I own and what I have and how much I've accomplished. Wow. That is so powerful. Like, you know, really like that is so powerful. Like when you have nothing to lose, you know, what do you have to lose? Do you know what I mean? And that really is a mindset thing because even if you have a gorgeous house and an amazing car, it's materialistic, right? Really in the end, it doesn't matter. You know, like if you got your babies, you got your family, do you have those relationships? Like in the end, you know, what is really going to matter? And so that is so, so powerful. I so appreciate you sharing that. And the name of your book is The Messy Middle. So yes. I can't wait to read it, which is so awesome. And we'll have it on the show notes, you guys. 
And the website that you can go to is hotmesstosuccess.com slash moved by purpose, which is Stephanie's business moved by purpose. And Stephanie, do you want to touch on also what you offer, um, what you could offer our clients, our, our, our audience, I'm sorry, you have clients and you have a coaching program coming up. Yeah. So as I um, mentioned in the beginning, I help basically my signature program is flow versus force that is open up for pre-enrollment. Now we are going to, we are aiming to start in October. I keep group sizes to five per cohort because it's, it's, I mean like you, it's deep, yeah. <laughs> it's deep inner work, inner healing. Um, and when you have like 30 people all at once, like that kind of waters it down. So I, I just do little sizes. So, um, that is opening up. It is six months long. It, I will be honest, it is intensive. So if that's something that draws to you or you feel really curious by it or something about it, at least reach out. I don't do any high pressure nonsense. Like I just talk to you. I'll work with you through fears. If I sense there's a fear there, but I'll also like, if it's not your time or your season, I totally let you know that as well. So, or, or, you know, make it safe for you to say that. So you can always email me at that, or by the time this is up, there, there will be a link for how to explore more of that. Absolutely. We'll have all these details. We'll have a link to your book because one of the cool things Stephanie's doing is she's giving our entire listening audience her book for free, right? Is that true, Stephanie? Yes. Right? They just have it to pay the free. shipping. There so. is shipping. I kept it as low as possible. There is shipping and handling covered, but it's still awesome. Yeah. That's fantastic, I'm though. I'm ordering today. I'm ordering I today. I know. <laughs> That's so awesome. So when you guys go to hotmesstosuccess.com slash moved by purpose, you're going to be able to access the show. But not only that, you're going to see the show notes. You're going to see a link to get her free book. You're going to see a link to her course that's coming up. And so you can just really learn and connect with Stephanie because I mean, we're going to have to have you back on the show again, for well, sure. I, because- I'm sorry to say this, Lauren. I know you're going to come visit me in Michigan at some point. Yeah. Um, but I <laughs> meeting with Miss Stephanie. It's going to happen. She, like you said, we're literally neighbors. We're probably 20 minutes away. away. It's going to happen. So I'm, I'm very excited about that. And thank you for doing this work. It's needed. It's powerful. And I know you're going to do some major, just huge, huge, huge things with this. It's awesome. Thank you. And one more thing to add as far as the free book too. I know I mentioned a lot about mindset and I mentioned like all my things like fear of success, fear of failure, fear of rejection and all of that. Um, Within, if you wanted, there's an opportunity. If you wanted, I have my course, uh, Mindset Mastery, on the second page, normally that's 197. It is available for 47. If you guys wanted to do some more work, that's a self-coaching kind of course available to you. If you guys wanted to try doing some of that on your own, that's an option too at the, before you finalize your checkout. So I wanted to mention that as well. Oh, that's fantastic. What an awesome offer for our audience. That's super Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll include those. Like she said, um, go to, so if you guys want to see all the, the info on that, of course, we'll have it available to you, hotmessofsuccess.com slash moved by purpose. So awesome, Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining us today. I just, I mean, we're just, this was awesome. I loved everything That's that you fine. had to share. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you, everyone. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Bye. 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 
Hey friends, thanks for listening today. If you have not registered for all the amazing prizes, go to hotmesstosuccess.com slash win. And always remember, you are not alone. You are highly favored and greatly blessed and you have everything inside of you to kick ass in life and business. Now it's time to take action and own it. Oh, 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 oh